Right, do you want me to interview you first? Or no. You want to interview me? I'll interview you. Okay. So this is our first proper episode of the Energy Edit. And hopefully from the little episode that we did, from the little segment, you kind of know what it's about. We're gonna be we're gonna be interviewing a lot of other people to basically try and learn about the success mindset, what other people have adopted, adapted, adopted, right? Adopted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. adopted. And adopted. <laughs> yes, that's <Both>. so true. <laughs> Hide my blunder there. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got some good interviews lined up mm-hmm. and we'll continue to do so. But we thought for this one, maybe we just talk a little bit about who we are and kind of set the scene a little bit Mm -hmm. and then yeah we'll go straight into it after this episode so sounds good so actually Jenna I'm going to start by interviewing you so tell us a little bit about you Mm -hmm. and tell us a little bit about your business okay so I started up on my own when I was like 22 23 set up a video production company i started doing like podcast productions and stuff and then that was all like ticking along nicely and then the pandemic hit and literally the entire media industry was put on pause overnight um obviously because we couldn't be on set to film couldn't be on set to record so that was quite a stressful time but I know I'm that's not the only industry here obviously but just my experience that was a uh, that was a stressful time so I had to think of a way to pivot the business and survive (laughs) I know you're thinking of friends when I say pivot I say the word pivot all the time I never use that word unless I'm quoting friends (laughs) I always say but I played loads of netball so we played like pivot all the time but I know the episode (laughs) and I know it's gonna trigger you every time I say it That business is called Housefied Media. Housefied Media is now a media training company. So um, training people how to like start up their own podcast or to start, you know, using film, um, whether that's for like themselves or in their business or they want to go into work into the media. And also based on my own kind of experience of careers, I have created a company called Class of Hyde and basically it's a career and mindset inspiration company for young people. So from school to um, university, we're just piloting it at the moment to give career advice directly from industry to young people. So yeah, so that's all kind of happened in the last year and I'm sure it will evolve as we go along but I'm really really enjoying it it's been a hard year but I am really really enjoying what I'm doing so so yeah that's it and you're so good at it as well. Aww. So when you see you on, on camera, you just light up the camera and your lovely smiley, happy face. And I feel like you make people really comfortable with your questions and really at home. And is it something that you've always been interested in then, the media side of mm. things? Yeah, media was the only thing that I was like really good at in school. And I know it's so different to real life media but it was the only thing I was really good at so I did it GCSE A level and then I did a degree in 
international media and communications with Mandarin and Spanish. Wow. <laughs> but it was it was it was interesting. So it's like a mix of politics with media with language kind of yeah. So I did that at Nottingham. And but it was it's a lot of uh, well with any degree from like an academic uni, it's very essay theory based. And I just wanted to get out there and actually just work in the media. And I always knew, and I don't know if you're the same, but I always knew I was self-motivated. So wanted to work for myself. As soon as somebody else put pressure on me to do some things, I don't know, it changes it in my head. Yeah. And not for like, not for like selfish reasons of like, no, I want to do everything for myself. Just, it just, it just feels different. I don't mm. know how to explain it, but I knew that I would always work the hardest for myself for sure and yeah so I just I knew that I always wanted to work for myself and then have always been really interested in media but I just liked I liked the whole package being on set seeing the final product you know the camera work understanding the industry as a whole and also now like I want people to be able to have those skills because I think this time is gonna be People have started to do the podcasting, do the video themselves. And it's like, okay, well, let's make sure you're doing it the best that you can with whatever equipment you've got. So that's why I've kind of pivoted it to that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And then the career inspiration thing, just because, you know, when I went to get a job in the media, they were like, okay, well, where's your portfolio? And I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even... Which is kind of obvious. It's so obvious now looking back. But when you're younger, it's not that obvious. The things you'll need to go in certain industries. And so the careers inspiration side is to try and give advice directly from industry to young people who can start envisaging their future from a young age. And then the mindset stuff. You've got really, really good neuroplasticity before the age of 25. So that's when you should be really, really preparing. And... Mm receiving material on how to prepare yourself for success and also failures this time last year oh my god like it was absolute panic stations Mm. and it's only when you come out of it that you realize oh my god like that was such like if we're talking about like very low vibrations that was the lowest and at the time you think there is no way out of this exactly i'm just stuck in this exactly it's going to be like this forever. <laughs> yeah, and it was hard to see a way out because it wasn't just... It wasn't... We were all in it. Mm-hmm. We were all in it, which is scary. Well, mm-hmm. not all of us. Like, some businesses did well. But, you know, for those ones that are reliant on us physically being there, it's hard. Definitely. So do you think if it wasn't for the pandemic, you would never have pivoted? <laughs> Potentially not. Potentially not. But also the whole, like the mindset aspect, I was kind of into it before, but that year it forced me inwardly. I had to find other, I don't know, ways of coping, ways of, like if we talk about alignment, getting out of alignment is awful. But the fun part is finding the ways to get back into alignment. Definitely. Like discovering new people, discovering new teachings, discovering new ways of thinking. That's quite fun to try and get yourself back into that that flow position, I guess. And it's like when once you start 
um, like looking at something and it gets your enthusiasm and you feel motivated. Then it opens the door to something else. Then you research to something else. And it's like then a big, deep rabbit hole that you go into, but on a a positive way. And it's really helping you and really inspiring you, opening your mind, bringing people to you that resonate and have the same kind of interests and into the same kind of thing. I totally agree. It's so fun. Like, I'm not as holier than thou. But, um, yeah, the stuff that I have learned, I'm so, so, like, appreciative of and Mm. the changes and, like, whole lifestyle changes. I don't think that people really make these changes unless they hit rock bottom. Yes. Like, you really have to be in that deep, dark, lonely, sad, awful place. Yes. To then being that for a little bit feel that yeah and then that's only when you can start climbing back out of it and yeah. then you get even better but I feel like you really have to get to that low place mm. and I think there's so many people that um like maybe sail through life and it's like they haven't hit this hit this rock bottom place for them to, them to then shoot up and yes. to grow and evolve yeah so it's like you can either stay the same for the rest of your life mm. or you can get to a really bad place and then go to really good places. Yes. Okay, so I don't know if this is good or bad, but the thought of staying the same, that scares me. Really, yeah, really scary. <laughs> the thing that's helped me through this pandemic is the the feeling that I'm leaning forward. Like if even if I go back into neutral and then fall back in terms of I feel like I'm not learning anything, whatever that may be, whether that's like a language or like some mindset stuff or hearing what somebody has to say, as soon as I fall back into neutral, I just feel totally out. Like I've mm. got to feel like I'm leaning forward in some way. But then I don't know, do people live more peaceful lives who are happy being in neutral? Um, personally, I think if that's, if if you're happy to do that and Mm. you're chilling, why would you want to change? Yeah. And that's cool. That's chilling. A lot of people stay there and love it and live super happy lives and that's wonderful. Yeah. But that's not enough for me. Like, I... Me neither. I want more. Like, I... I'm so grateful to have got to the rock bottom places to have the mindset that I've got now. I think you're right Um, in terms of that it depends on the person. So I've met people who are just content and that is that must be so liberating mm. and so freeing. But for me, I like I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I can't just be content. Like I've got to be learning in some way. Yes. Otherwise, I'm getting like antsy. Mm hmm. Same, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Where's that? Is that like? Do you think that's inbuilt in somebody? Um. Well, I think as a as a species, mm. <laughs> um, human beings as a general, I do think that we are put on this planet to grow and to evolve mm-hmm. and to learn new things. If you think about a kid, they are constantly asking questions. They are constantly playing with things, trying things. Yeah. It's like, it's hardwired in us to want to learn. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that is how we are born and how we are meant to be. Yeah. But then I think when life throws things, when, I think when you're just living life in general, it's quite easy to be like, oh God, 
trying something new is scary. I'll just stick in my place where I'm comfortable and I'm happy yeah. and I'm content and this is doing it for me and I'm absolutely fine. I don't mm. see the need to try something new or um, do something different. We we get so conditioned almost to just be stuck in our ways and do the yeah. average everyday activity and if there's no need to change and yeah. if you're into that, then cool. But I do think it is, um, it is in us to want to grow and learn and evolve. Definitely. Yeah, I do as well. The reason I ask, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is because like when you think about just being content, there's a difference between that being content and that searching for something all the time. When's it going to click? When am I going to get happy? Mm. Or when am I going to feel successful and like, you know, be present? But then I think that's very different to running on autopilot. Yeah. And just like going through the motions because you're not aware, you don't know what you don't know. You're not aware of these other things that are out there Mm -hmm. in terms of like ways that you could be thinking. We are thinking our society, we are always looking for outside sources, outside things. And say, for example, like meditation, Mm. that is so difficult, but it's, it's because you're going inside and you are alone with your thoughts and your thoughts only. So whereas, yeah, our society were always like after the, after like a bigger house, we're after like a better job or after all of chasing after all of these kind of things. Say for example, if you sit and meditate, that is a scary place. Yes. (laughs) That is so difficult to even forget even thinking about your thoughts if you sit in one place and that's not meditation to have to sit in one place Mm. but for example if you were just to sit in one place for an hour yeah you'd find that difficult you'd be fidgety and you'd be moving you'd be wanting to stretch the meditation side of things that's a whole other way of growing and evolving because it's getting to know yourself like Mm. your deep down self getting to know your thoughts um, getting to know what's going on in your mind. So it's like, yeah, a complete different thing. The same kind of thing, just our society's looking outside, meditation is going that inside. That is so true. That is so true. And they're really good at constantly moving the goalposts. Yeah. Okay, you think this is going to be it? Okay, we're just going to move it. We're just going to move it. And that's so like, like I am quite a materialistic person. That's not saying that I don't want nice things. I just know that I can't rely on that to feel fulfilled because yep. once you get them, it's okay, what now? Mm. And like I said, that's so not me saying you know I'm not materialistic because I am quite a materialistic person but the second mountain thing that we spoke about that there's this book called the second mountain and you climb the first mountain and it's all the like success and materialism that you could want and then very often people get to the top oh it still don't feel fulfilled and I think sometimes people use that as like a oh yeah, but are they happy if they're rich? And that's not what I'm saying Mm. at all. Because I'd want all those things too. But what I'm saying is like the second mountain is then the feeling fulfilled, like you said, on stuff 
from the inside and I think you know if we can get the second mountain first we're gonna feel fulfilled anyway when we've got those materialistic things that we are working towards definitely like I said like I don't want to use this as like yeah but are they happy are they actually happy have they actually got that fulfilled feeling that's not the angle I'm going at the angle I'm going at is try and get both Because, of course, we all want things and we all desire things. Of course we do. Yeah. But it's super interesting to break these things down. So it's like, what is it that you want? Mm. Okay. And what exactly, what is is it about that that you think would make you feel happy or make you feel fulfilled or make you feel good? And I'm sure there'll be loads of things. Yeah. But it's good to maybe, like, think of them or to write them down. And like really get to the root of why is what is it that you want? And also what does it represent? So for some people, those things like the car, the house, the money representative of success. Okay, so what success means that mean helping people? Does that mean achieving in your job? Like you say, that's a really powerful tool in terms of knowing I want this because it represents that I have done this well. And even just that narrative of recognising it is going to give some sort of added fulfilment as well. Definitely, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even know where what question all of no, this came from. neither do I, but I like it. So cool. So I guess now would be a good time to kind of ask you about you. 